Not everyone is destined for greatness, but these kids were chosen. These are their stories. Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other moon prism power <laughs> stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Greg. I'm Lee. I'm Logan. And I'm Travis. And we have a very special guest, and we are so excited to welcome Bianca! Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Yay! Yay! If <laughs> you want to tell a little, like, if people don't know who you are, like, that's possible. Ha ha ha. Say where you're from. <laughs> I suppose. Um, so to reiterate, my name is Bianca Zalda. Um, I am a member of the podcast called The Broadswords. Uh, all women D and D podcast where we fight things and solve nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't sound <laughs> like everybody's D and D game, then I don't know what you're playing. <laughs> you can't say I solve all my problems with violence if none of them get solved. <laughs> At that point, it's just the violence. Funny. So we are playing a game that I have written called Glitter Hearts, the Magical Transforming Heroes RPG. So yay. it is... Yay! <laughs> no, right. Uh, it is a Powered by the Apocalypse game because this is, works pretty good as we played a lot of them. And we'll cover probably a lot of the moves when they come up, uh, but we are going to do a few things beforehand. One of the main uh, differences or selling points of Glitter Hearts is that you are really encouraged to work as a team through the move called We Can Do This Together. Hmm. Uh, and when you help somebody else out, you give that person a point to their power pool. Power pools, if you get two points in your power pool, you can use that to gain advantage on a roll, which is rolling three die and taking the highest. But most importantly... If you have, amongst all of you, five or more in your power pool, you can call a team attack and attempt to do a massive super attack to defeat a massive evil monster. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But one of the things about working together is you have to decide what your relationships are. And so we will introduce each of your characters. And then after that, you can decide if you're in a competitive relationship with your fellow person or if you have a cooperative relationship with that person. And depending on what you have, you get different benefits from when you help that person. You don't have to have the same relationship back. Like one person can see a person as a rival and you can be like, but I'm always trying to help you. <laughs> um, or you can have the same but first, since you all have randomly been given your characters 
prior to this, who would like to go first to introduce themselves? I guess I have a brief question about the actual yes. character sheets. Um, Absolutely. So there's three major categories. The everyday identity, um, which yep. I presume is like how you're normally perceived. Yes. Uh, is your magical archetype then your magical girl? Yes. Interesting. Okay, and then your mystical connection is just how you manifest your magical powers? Correct. Perfect. Hey. <laughs> well, apparently I manifest mine with death. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, do That's, tell. <laughs> yeah, tell us about your character, the whole thing. All right. Um, my everyday identity. Well, first, my character's name is Rosiana Pitts. My everyday identity is the skeptic. And I have it's elementary. Gain a plus one when investigating with glimpse the truth. My magical archetype is the warrior. Forceful punches and kicks. Clash, <laughs> <laughs> clash actions have the forceful tag. So forceful then, allows you to push people like you punch and they are pushed away from you. Cool. Like it. <laughs> and then my mystical connection is death. And I have doom. You have a plus one to convince somebody through intimidation always. Minus one if you try charm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can go. Uh, I'm playing Ozzy Waters. Uh, her everyday identity is the clown. My everyday identity move is a foolish heart. Uh, hold two when you rush into danger. My magical archetype is the idol. Uh, she's got uh, a move there called Gentle Winds of Healing. Roll Persona to heal others, which isn't great because I have minus one Persona, but we don't need to talk about that. What an idol! My my mystical connection is Light, and my move there is Radiant Soul. Spend a power point to upgrade when you touch their hearts. Greg, what does that mean? You can attempt when the major villain is around, or anybody that you are trying to reason with, you can touch their hearts. And what that means is uh, everybody can be saved, so you should probably just try to, you should just try it. So you'll roll uh, emotional to try to reason with a foe, and depending Ah, on how well you do, they may come over to your side, or give up, or depends. Yeah. Uh, So you have- you have a ability that you can, for one PowerPoint, you can upgrade your results. So if you fail, generally you can almost always succeed, as long as somebody has been helping you. Um, and then in terms of personality, I think Ozzy. Do, do we think that we've been we've been a crew for a while, or yeah. you think I mean, is this at our least first? Been classmates because we're going with the classic high school I trope. Guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've at least been again. classmates for a while. <laughs> okay. And you've had uh, I a, think you've had at least. One magical adventure together, so it's not like you're all be like, "Oh, transforming or anything." No, no, this is this is like your second or third transforming sequence. Okay, the the combination of the clown and the idol kind of inform, and you know, light being my mystical connection makes me think that Ozzy is like she doesn't take it. It's not that she doesn't take it seriously; it's that she always wants to have fun. While they're doing it, you know, like, even if the city is in danger, she's still the one, like, cracking a joke or, um, (laughs) 
or like doing a cool pose. Uh, she cares a lot about, you know, like making it flashy uh, and that sort of thing, even when it doesn't really matter, but she's there when you need her. <laughs> Uh, I like that. I think we're going to contrast. Um, so now that I understand Great. our setting. <laughs> uh, my name is Octavia Naji. Uh, my everyday identity is the coach. However, if we're in kind of the, the classroom setting, I'm thinking I'm probably team captain of the volleyball team. Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. Absolutely amazing. Yes. <laughs> Are we all volleyball players? Okay, yeah, we are now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, I get to boss everybody yeah. around. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, incidentally, uh, I have a move uh, that gives me, uh, sorry, it's called lead by example, plus one, two, we can do it roles using physical. Uh, so I like that. Hopefully motivational. <laughs> My magical archetype, which is what I love about her so much, uh, is the witch. Yeah. Which so completely opposite of what you would expect of like a volleyball uh, <laughs> captain. Um, and then I have a move called uh, Hex where I put curses on people using mystical. So like, I'm just going to be cursing people left and right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then finally, my mystical connection is air. Uh, I have a mm. move called One with Air where I can turn invisible for a short amount of time. Uh, which is kind of a contrast to the whole like leadership role, but like I can just disappear. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that is an interesting combination. Mm -hmm. I see Octavia definitely being uh, kind of have like headstrong, uh, maybe a bit of a bully, um, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely looking out for like the best interest for her teammates. I think that just leaves Logan, right? Yep, that's that's me. Uh, so my name is Lucia Takanaka. Uh, my everyday identity is the overconfident. I know what's going on. Gain a PowerPoint on a six or less when you glimpse the truth. So if I... So if you try to determine the reality of something and you're completely wrong, you are absolutely convinced you're right and you get a PowerPoint oh for it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're overconfident. Of course you're right. There's no way you could be wrong. I love that. My magical archetype is the defender. No, I get the move noble... Defender benefits on a 12 plus on a protect roll. So that'll probably never come up. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mystical connection is earth and I am tough as a rock plus one to thwart peril when enduring pain, which is pretty metal. Yeah. Uh, are all our characters using she, her pronouns? I yep. believe so. I wanted to ask that as well. Cool. Yep. I, Sounds I good. All right, so now that you know a little bit about each other, each of you can decide what sort of relationship you have with the other. Do you have a cooperative relationship, which means you do your best to support each other, uh, your relationship is mainly one of understanding, or do you have a competitive relationship, meaning uh, you strive to best each other's hard work, you're always pushing each other to do better through competition, and always trying to be the best yourself. I kind of like that one since we're potentially in like a competitive setting if we're on the volleyball team. We have different relationships with each person though, right? Yes. You mm. can decide. And you can so, have all competitive, like you can be the super competitive mm -hmm. person and always have competitive relationships with the other people. That's absolutely fine. 
is disappointed uh, an option, uh, which... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if I'm you not do... competitive, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> if you do fail uh, when you are trying to take the we can do it together, uh, your relationship will break. Uh, and then whenever that person's around, you take a minus one to your persona rolls and you take a minus two to emotional rolls uh, when you are trying to work with that character because oh, no. you hate each other. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like that. Lee can, you, Lee, can you remind me of your character's name and then also what your everyday identity is? Yes. Uh, I am Rosiana and my everyday identity is the skeptic. Hmm. I think you and I get along. What do I call that? Cooperative? Is that yeah. what that was called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least I view you cooperatively because there's a respect. There's a respect between the jokester and the the smart one. You know, it's a different yeah. type of. I get your jokes real good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think. Um, I feel like I, I have a cooperative relationship, definitely, with um Travis as Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy. And- um, I like, I feel like, I like just sort of having someone that kind of tells me what to do versus having to figure it out myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so I definitely have a good relationship with Yanka is Octavia, right? Yep. Yeah. No, that works yeah. so well. So then that leaves Logan. And I think because Logan's the defender and I'm the warrior for our magical archetypes, I think we also have a good I don't think I'm competitive with anybody. I just don't okay. think I am a competitive person. Sure. <laughs> Sounds good. Totally fair. I think I have competitive relationships with both Octavia and Lucia. Um, Lucia, because her overconfidence is grating and it's not fun to be around. <laughs> um, and then for Octavia, it's kind of similar in that it's like, I don't know. It's not that big of a deal if I'm late to practice, you know. <laughs> but you could do better. I mean, yeah, I could do a lot of things. <laughs> uh, no, that's perfect. So I think that Lucia, being overconfident, is just really encouraging to the point of like, shut the fuck up, Lucia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> levels, you know, like we yeah. can do it. Even in, even in, yeah, like, yeah. even in like Everyone's dire straits, like yeah. lost a leg. Yeah. And- Lucia, you're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. So yeah, that's that. And so I think that in that spirit, I'm just what, what the relationship was like. I, I don't think it's competitive. What were the what were the options competitive there, or right? cooperative? Are you always oh, trying to support? Each person yes. or and yeah, like okay. I'm L- Lucia is a competitive person, but like her thought is just like it's for the team. We are yeah, she plays team sports. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are competitive against everyone else. Right. Yeah. So I need to help everyone feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so like are there really negative consequences for picking competitive? No. No. Nope. Okay. They so they just give like depending on how well you roll, you what each person gets is slightly different depending on the competitive or the cooperative role. So they they there aren't negatives to being in those relationships because I definitely don't want that to be like they they're always fighting because mm-hmm. like in you know if you've watched a lot of anime like 
I do. Uh, <laughs> that sort of friendly rival thing yes. is is there. They're oh, they're supporting each other through competition. Yes, and that's more the idea around the competitive thing. Like you are still working to make that person better. You just approach it in a in a different way. If that <laughs> a makes hard-headed sense. Way. Okay. No. Absolutely. Right. Uh, with that being said, then definitely I'd be competitive with uh, Ozzy and Lucia, uh, Lucia, right. uh, and then yeah, cooperative um, with Rosiana simply because she's so so like soft and passive, and like I can't can't, <laughs> can't boss her around. I love everybody, but I am doomed. <laughs> <laughs> I love everybody, but it's kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for a good time. Yeah, I expect better from everyone. <laughs> uh, all right. So now that we have relationships uh, set, now normally you would pick your uh, mystical companion, uh, the Ooh. creature that introduced you to your powers mm-hmm. and helped you find them. But we don't do that here. We randomly roll it. That's right. Oh, dang. Uh, I didn't okay. know there'd be companions. Yes. So <laughs> your companion is Flame. The bat. Oh, Flame is a yellow bat who wears a top hat and monocle. Oh my goodness! Introduced himself as a historian from another world. Hell yeah! So once per adventure, uh, if you decide that you want to consult your mystical companion, you roll a straight two d six, and depending on how well that roll happens, (laughs) how helpful they're gonna be. Speaking of flames being yellow, that reminds me. Do we have what's our color coordination like with our squad? Are we all Ooh. same color, or do we have individual ones? Oh, we have what? to have individual colors, yeah. And then like there has to be like something where they all blend together, and it yeah. has to be beautiful. We have, to have either one color that goes across all of us, or we have to pick a color family. Mm-hmm. Ooh. One or the other. Well, I like, I mean, we're volleyball folks, so we probably keep uniform aspects. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, definitely. There has to be, like, a hint of our actual, like, magical girl color in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not mm. to lean into, like, the pinks, yellows, purples. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love all those colors, so <laughs> I'm there for it, but. I mean, being uh, my mystical connection is Earth, I'm thinking green, like a, but it's like a pastel green. Ooh, I mean, I'm comfortable with pastel iterations of all of our Mm -hmm. uh, elements. Yeah. (laughs) Lee is like, what is pastel black? (laughs) (laughs) Um, A a light, soft gray? Right? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. mine's light, so I'll do a a very light yellow. Sweet. Okay. Mine would be light blue if I'm air. Yeah. Yeah, no, I died. I was trying to think of a color, but you're right. It's just like gray. <laughs> okay. Or it could be black. Black goes with everything, right? Like, that's a fashion thing. It is, but I feel like black yeah. would be too stark against everyone It would be very stark. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, gray. All right. And then the final thing you all have to choose is every group of magical beings has a transformation sequence. Hell yeah. And every transformation sequence has a drawback. So as a group, pick which of one of these followings is your drawback. Hmm. One, either A, you have to have a mystical item to transform. Hmm. B, the transformation process is very noticeable. 
and <laughs> will attract attention if you're not careful. C, the transformation process takes a few minutes because there's a lot of details you got to get right. Leaning on this one. <laughs> or four, your final form looks exactly like you and there's just no keeping that secret. <laughs> okay, I like the first one and the last one. I really I like mean, the last one now. It's hard so not weird. to want like a ring to be like, mm. are your powers combined? Yeah. I mean, shouldn't we just roll a d4? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we should. You want? I forgot what show we're on. <laughs> That's funny, because you were saying you like the ones at the beginning and end, and I was like, I like the middle, too. I kind of oh, did. Uh... <laughs> All right, look, I'm rolling a d4. Okay. We're going four. four. All right, All right. Final four, four looks exactly like you, and there is no keeping that secret. <laughs> Oh, that does kind of rule, though. We're just all in our volleyball uniforms <laughs> and shooting <laughs> laser blasts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's something magical about that. So wait, this is, you said this was this will not be our first transformation sequence. How many people know exactly who we are and that we saved the world before? Uh, you probably haven't saved the world before, but you. I imagine Flame has sent you out at late night, like scour the neighborhood and test out your powers. And so there's probably rumors that there are superheroes about, but probably nobody knows who you are Super yet. volleyball uniform heroes. <laughs> Honey, I think there's some girls on our front lawn. <laughs> Go back to sleep, Brandon. You're talking in your sleep again. Wow. There's no such thing as magical volleyball. Uh, so, uh, Flame travels, um, like, Flame just decides which house he's staying at to and who he's going to observe. Oh, do we all have little night. terrariums like in school where you took the, like, lizard home for oh, a yeah. weekend? Yep. Yeah. Except he, is, he has demanded a small table, a small pipe, what? and a comfy chair in each of the terrariums. I made him a small personalized mailbox for mine. Oh. And I leave him small notes in it. Uh, like, like positive <laughs> uplifting, like Flame yeah. is absolutely You're doing great. Flame thinks you're 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 his favorite right now. <laughs> 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 wow. I've turned my closet into a cave with a tree that he can hang out in if he wants to. <laughs> Oh, the the war over who Flame loves best is on now. My only competitiveness in this whole thing. <laughs> I occasionally just throw muffins into the... There he is! Little bat tug. Oh, goodness. Uh, I have a lot of bugs outside. Like, that's what I offer. Ah, <laughs> ah very good. <laughs> We open at a museum for your class has been offered an opportunity to spend the night in a museum, which is supposed to be all about learning and education and studying art and all the exhibits. Uh, But all of your class is taking this as we get to run around and be screwy in a museum Mm -hmm. (laughs) for all night. I um, am not taking it like that. I want to learn 24-7, and I'm excited about it. The rest of your class, <laughs> not saying you all. Yeah. Well, but well, all the other students. 
Is Flame with us, like in a backpack or something? Yeah, probably. Flame likes to go with you, especially if you're going to a museum. <laughs> That's his jam. He's only a historian. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say, hey, hey, Flame, how much of this is wrong? How much, like, you're like <laughs> a magical history. How much of this is, like, way wrong? Well, I'm not sure we have enough time. <laughs> we'll go wing the, by give wing. Give me the highlights. Come on. Well, first of all, uh, Egypt, none of that's true. <laughs> they did that what? as a- Just Egypt? <laughs> Egypt, they did all oh, that as a joke. The, the oh, place? That's not even, none that's of not it? even a language. What? <laughs> they built the pyramids and then they're like, okay, cool, let's move on. Well, let's <laughs> leave some stuff around for people to find later. Oh, those, huh. they were jokesters. I don't think I believe you. I don't either. Maybe it's just the, mo- maybe it's just the monocle. I think it's the top hat. Monocle does it for me, truthfully. (laughs) (laughs) I stopped Uh, listening to Flame years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least that's the way it was on my world. (laughs) Well, that's uh, that's not admissible in the court of law. I didn't say I'd help you on your homework. I'm here to learn, too. Where did you say you were from again, uh, Flame? I'm from the other world. Just the other one. <laughs> the other one. Right. Yeah, it's very it's complicated. Super descriptive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anywho, uh, are we getting a tour of the museum? I'm ready to yeah. learn. Got so, my uniform on. <laughs> Let's do this. The, the official yeah. tour takes you through the the four main sections. Uh, there's the natural history part, which has uh, like there's a small Egypt section where they have a sarcophagus and supposedly a mummy inside, but it's not open. So everybody's just like, there's like, there's pictures of like an x-ray that has the mummy inside that everybody assumes is true. And then there's like plants and fossils and there's one brontosaurus skeleton. uh, Brontosaurus? That's like like in the middle of the whole thing Uh, with with the wrong head. I found where I'm sleeping. <laughs> is uh, or do we have like a tour guide, or is yeah. it just like our teacher? Uh, you have a tour guide. When's the last time you looked at the mummy? It was X-rayed and photographed before it got here, and it got here 15 years ago. So, where where is it going to go? How do you know it's not like alive in there? Yeah, what if they're just sleeping? Well, mummification happened after the person died. Mm. I don't always know about that. I've heard some stories. You've seen some videos on YouTube. I know you oh. have. <laughs> don't believe everything you see on YouTube. Mummies are oh, dead. Have you seen the one where the hand comes up from like six feet under and it grasps the ground and pulls itself up with the lightning in the back? Oh! That one made me scream. <laughs> Rosanna sent me that one. It was cool. Does anybody have real questions? Not fake zombie questions? Can we kids? see the mummy? Unfortunately, no. As you see, it's behind the glass. Why can't we see the mummy? Because the sarcophagus is very valuable, and we we don't want it to break. Mm. Writing this in my note, we're going to see that mummy. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably been, like, sectioned off into, like, little pills for people to take in the 50s or whatever. Oh, gross. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) So then you move into sort of like the art wing, which is just whatever art people donated. So there's not a theme. It's like there's some modern art and then there's some portraitures and then there's a bunch of landscapes. 
there's a bunch from local artists too. <laughs> and they have like one famous ish painting that they swear is Van Gogh, but everybody just sort of goes, from what period is that? Because it's not photographed anywhere else. Uh, but it's sort of a point of local pride that people are like, yeah, we have a Van Gogh. Don't look too closely at it. <laughs> All of the local artists are so talented. Yeah. I mean, you do have look good, the good, that good local artistry is there. Ozzy, you paint. Why isn't some of your stuff in here? Uh, it's under pseudonyms. Oh, really? Which one are yours? Uh, and I just like my eyes dart across the room. <laughs> uh, vain goof. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. That one's good. Like, there's more than two colors in there. Yeah, I don't know. I could have, would have done better if I did it today, but you know, <laughs> I was only in third grade, so. Wow, you're so talented. I know. <sighs> <laughs> Lucia. <laughs> Ozzy's lying to you. (laughs) Come on. Ozzy wouldn't lie to me. Exactly. Please keep believing that forever. It's more fun if you let them believe. (laughs) I will. Mm. Uh, One section is just a recreation of rooms throughout history. So there's like, uh, this is a living room from the 1950s. This is a dining room from... The 1800s. This is a tavern from the 1400s. So they're just recreations of what those rooms would have looked like. Hmm. And then the last section is where things get loaded in. Uh, and right now there is, it's just uh, listed as the private collection of Agatha Dunsbury. Do any of us know who Agatha Dunsbury is? Nope. Hmm. Is there like a little placard with like, information about Agatha? Yeah. Uh, so it, it says Agatha has allowed her personal collection of art and sculpture to tour the world. Frederick Dunsbury, who made a fortune... I'm already bored, by the yeah, way. This sucks. Ozzy walks away. <laughs> <laughs> who made a fortune... Y'all can keep reading it, but Ozzy's not. <laughs> in the cereal business before his patented crisps were purchased by the Kellogg's company. Oh, no. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And then you look inside, and there's a bunch of portraits. um, And what's weird is in the middle of the room, there are four statues, but they're like, they're made to look like people, but they're abstract in the fact that they're just made all out of metal rods. So it's like a bunch of metal rods fused together into like human shapes, and they're like all posed, like model pose like there's one that's like pointing off into the distance like uh you know a seer's model there's one with like the arms on the hips like that and so this is like the other thing is the room is just all like it's been painted all black so that the artwork shows up really well but since the wrought iron is black it's you're sort of like i have a hard time seeing the statues sometimes I'm from Michigan. I know too much about Kellogg's. That's just all that's yeah. been running through my brain. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of weird stuff there. So yeah, sorry. I listen to podcasts. I know some stuff about Kellogg's. Yeah, oh, I know nothing, and I'd like to keep it that way. Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. do. Yep, 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 wow. yep. Keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> don't even. <laughs>
Now what you think? You couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't <laughs> even <laughs> think it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to our special guest, Bianca Zelda, for joining us. If you had as much of a blast with them as we did, stick around because our full recording with Bianca was three episodes worth, so you'll get two more weeks of these precocious superheroes. You can find Bianca on Twitter at Bianca Zelda and in two actual play podcasts, both The Broadswords and The Facades of Gods. As for the rest of us, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast, or you can email us at hi at vre.show. Check out our website at vre.show for a listening guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for some cool enamel pins featuring characters from the show. One of them even glows in the dark. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon, where we release a bonus show each month along with a bunch of other extras. Check it out at patreon.com vre. To all our patrons, thanks so much for supporting us. One champion of justice, Kirsty Sam, says... I was searching for a new podcast after I caught up with the D&D podcast I was listening to, and I stumbled across an article mentioning a bunch of podcasts, including this one. I tried them all out, but this one has to be my favorite, with all its wacky randomness that comes together coherently to make a very random encounter. Hey, that's the name of the show. Thanks. Okay, so usually we have bloopers at the end, but these mini-seasons are recorded in one go, so there are fewer uh, rooms for error. So instead, I'm I'm recording this. Here's your Easter egg. It's going to be me playing the Super Mario theme song on my teeth. <laughs>